You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. We shall be healed by his wound at the time that the Eternal will create him. In parentheses, it says here, the Messiah as a new creature. All bring him up from the circle of the earth. Raise him up from Seir to assemble us the second time on Mount Lebanon by the hand of Yonan. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, it's so very clear that the truth is being hidden from the Jewish people about the Messiahship of Jesus. What's so incredible and spectacular to me is that God had even reserved himself a witness in the very prayer books that the Jewish people read during the the high holy days. Where did that come from? How did it get in there? Are you telling me that they would allow any reference to Isaiah 53 referring to the Messiah if that's not what they historically believed? Now, you may say, well, that doesn't mean it's talking about Jesus. Well, okay, that's another discussion. But let's at least come to an agreement that Isaiah 53 is talking about the Mashiach. I mean, come on. Why deny the truth? And this is the point that the Messiah had to fulfill these things. Notice the result of this sacrifice, as mentioned in Isaiah 53, verse 11. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. What about that? God is satisfied. But wait, the Messiah dying for our sins is not enough? In order to be justified with God, we must receive this atonement. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. Believe it or not, this is the only time that this phrase, righteous servant, is mentioned. And it's talking about an individual here. It's not talking about an event. It's not talking about Isaiah himself. For Isaiah himself had disqualified. He had even admitted that he was a man of unclean lips. And it's not talking about Israel because Israel, according to Isaiah chapter 1, is likened unto Sodom and Gomorrah spiritually. So it has to be talking about the Messiah. So therefore, when he says, by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, many who have been accredited as being the Messiah, like Rabbi Schneerson, do not I repeat, do not meet the credentials laid out by the Holy Scriptures, not to mention other reasons why he would have never qualified. It's my understanding he can be traced to the tribe of Benjamin, which, well, we know the the Messiah was to come out of 
the tribe of Judah. They were not born in Bethlehem. They did not come in 30 AD, and they did not die for the sins of the world. And we're talking about the so-called other ones that are referred to, or as some have claimed to be the Messiah. But as we examine the life of one man named Jesus, we find a complete fulfillment of all these prophecies and so many more. He was from the tribe of David. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. He was born in Bethlehem. Matthew chapter 2 verse 1. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, he came at the right time. He came before the temple was destroyed and before the Sahedrin lost their judicial authority. He was crucified because of our sins, according to Isaiah chapter 53, buried and rose again on the third day, according to Psalms 16, verse 10, and was seen by over 500 people, which is mentioned there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6. God wants to have a relationship with you today, my friend. That is why he sent the Messiah, Mashiach, into the world. John 3, 16 and 17 states very clearly, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Our sins have separated us from God. And unless we are willing to repent and receive Jesus as our Messiah, then we will experience the judgment of God. But as many, the Bible says, as received him, referring to the Messiah, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them to believe on his name. That's John chapter 1, verse 12. This is what Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you want to be saved? And then the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 20, verse 21, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. This gospel, ladies and gentlemen, is not only for the Jews, but it's for the rest of the world as well. It's for everybody, for whosoever may come. And then the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that the Messiah has already come 2,000 years ago. The rabbis of today do not want you to believe that there's any reference to the credibility of Jesus being the Messiah and have done their best to eradicate any mention of that in the Talmudic writings and in the prayer books. This, my friend, is a terrible, terrible sin. So let me reiterate these questions once again. Why do so-called rabbis of today curse those who would calculate the time of the coming of the Messiah? <laughs> the reason for that is because they can't get away from the, the arithmetic. The arithmetic shows that he must have already come 2,000 years ago. Why does the Haftorah deliberately skip Isaiah 53? 
Well, it's obvious. They don't want you to make the connection that Jesus Christ is your Messiah. What is it that they are trying to hide from you? They're trying to hide from the Jewish people in particular the truth that the Messiah has already come and that Jesus Christ could only be the Messiah. He is the only one that fulfilled all those messianic prophecies about the first coming of the Messiah. And I've already stated before, the odds of somebody fulfilling just one of those prophecies would be like flying over the state of Texas, for example, and throwing out a 25-cent coin, landing the plane, and finding out where that coin is. That's the probability, the odds of somebody fulfilling just one. Yet Jesus Christ fulfilled over 100, and every one of them pertains to the first coming. Why do the rabbis not want you to know what the Tanakh teaches? Well, they would rather you memorize what the rabbis have to say and what the rabbis say about what the other rabbis have to say. But they don't want you to know and be able to read for yourself without their skewed interpretation. They're afraid because the Bible talks about the entrance to his words giveth light, that the Messiah would be pierced according to Zechariah chapter 12, verse 4 and verse 10. In that day, saith the Lord, they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. The Messiah was going to have to die, suffer, and his death was already prophesied. It was going to be the crucifixion. There is no other kind of death that would describe this kind of death. Why is it that they don't want you to know who the true Messiah is? Well, the simple answer to that is they don't want to be proven wrong, and they feel that if a Jewish person receives Jesus Christ, that somehow they have betrayed their people, their culture, and, of course, their religion. And the fact of the matter is, when a Jewish person opens their heart to who Jesus is and receives by faith that Jesus died for them, they become a completed Jew. They become a real Jew, spiritually speaking. You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we would like to take this opportunity to invite you to our national conference, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last week of the month of May. The Hope of Israel National Conference is a prophecy-focused meeting with an old-time revival spirit. Some of the topics covered during the conference will be the high priest garments, blowing of the shofar, the mystery of the Jewish prayer shawl, prophetic feast days of Israel, and this all-important question, is America in Bible prophecy? For more information and to make reservations, you can go to the conference website at www.rapture.today. Once again, that is the word rapture, R-A-P-T-U-R-E, rapture.today. This is truly a meeting you do not want to miss. Mark your calendar, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last Monday to Friday of the month of May. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. 
and we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700. Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word.